Welcome everyone, live from CRC Sydney in Melbourne, Australia. You're listening to CRC Live on Life FM. My name is Van and my co-hosts today are Josh and Gerardo. Our special guest today is Pete Harbour, the bakery manager and vet trainer. Welcome to the show, Pete. Thanks very much for having me. Uh, well, t- today we have a couple of questions for you. Yep. And sure. for the first one, what was your work history like? My work history is, I was 13 years old and I got a casual job in a bakery. On the weekend, Saturday and Sunday, I earned $25 for the Saturday and Sunday, doing almost probably about 18 hours a weekend. So um, that's not a lot of money today. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, I um, 16, sorry, I was still, still sorry, school. Sorry, can I just interrupt? Sorry, guys. Sorry, just going to get this mic sorted out. Sorry, okay, let's start again. Sorry, Ben. My apologies. It's just my fault tonight. Okay, three, two, one, off you go. Welcome, everyone, live from CRC Sydney in Melbourne, Australia. You're listening to CRC Live on Live FM. My name is Van, and my co hosts today are Josh and Gerardo. Our special guest today is Pete Harbour, the bakery manager and vet trainer. Welcome to the show, Pete. Thanks very much for having me. Um, today, we have a couple questions for you, and the first one is What was your work history like? So, my work history life was um, a very early one. I started casual work uh, on the weekends when I was probably about 13. So illegally, right, I was getting 25 bucks doing about 18 hours a weekend, right? So after that, for a few years, I did that for a few years, I got an apprenticeship when I was 16 and I never looked back. And um, yeah, I started, I worked numerous places. Yeah, so yeah. Apprenticeship doing what? Exactly. In, in baking. In baking, right. Yeah, so back then it was called bread maker, uh, baker. So it's a bit changed now. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. And um, when you said you were working at the age of 13, that was uh, working as a, bake, as a baker Yeah, as, as well. a baker as well in a hot yeah. bread kitchen. Yeah, which right. is no longer there anymore. But yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, when did you get in? Oh. Do you have any businesses other than working in the school? Yeah, well, I, years ago I used to work for myself. Uh, I ran a small um, business where I used to make wedding cakes and celebration cakes. And we got, it was a home business and we got really, really busy at one stage and my wife turned around and said, let's go and get a shop because we can't do it at home anymore. It's all so busy. Um, so we said, let's go and have a holiday first and then we'll come back and we'll buy a shop and take it from there. I saw this job advertisement um, here and um, I applied for it thinking I won't get it, I'll, I'll never be a teacher, you know what I mean? But I haven't looked back since, so I got the job and here I am. Yeah. Right, so you never opened up your own business? No, I had a part-time business but not a full-time business, yeah. no, no. Do you regret that or? Um, no, thank God I didn't um, and that's because I saw what happened through COVID yeah, and uh, mm. yeah, thank God I didn't, yeah. yeah. Um, how long have you been working at school? Uh, I've been here at this school in January 14 years. Yeah. 14 years? Yeah. So uh, how old were you back then? Uh, two. No, no. <laughs> I was, uh, well, I'm 52 now. So I would have been, uh, what, um, 40-something? Yeah. Do you work by yourself or...? Yeah, I, work, I, have, a, I have a crew. I have um, two, three people that help me downstairs in the bakery shop and a person who works night shift for me and make, starts the bread and um, finishes at about 11 o'clock, then I take over from there. So it's quite a busy little bakery for a school. We uh, cater for about 1,200 students and 100 staff, so mm. it's quite busy, yeah. yeah. What's the biggest challenge you have to face in there? Sorry? What's the biggest challenge you have to face? 
the biggest challenge is trying to train and teach and get products out on time that's the biggest challenge and um, when it comes to hospitality or any sort of um restaurant business or bakery it's a marathon you don't here you go you go in running and you don't stop till the job's done yeah you know, that's um yeah that regardless whether it's in a school whether it's in a restaurant or in a bakery kitchen you just don't stop till the job's done yeah have you ever baked for like a big event? Or? Yeah, uh, the school gave me a privilege. I made a cake and catered for the King of Sweden many years ago. Oh, the, wow. the school was quite involved in that. That was a big one. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Have you ever gotten bored or sick of this job? Um, not bored, but I'm very tired. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been very fortunate. Um, baking is my passion. So I suggest if you have something that you love doing in life and you turn it into a career, it feels like you never worked a day in your life. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. And that's, that's the key. You know what I mean? If you can find something you love, turn it into a career, you know? So, um, yeah, and it's fine. Um, like I said, I'm 52 and I've been in the industry now for 36 years. It's a long time, you know? Mm. And um, besides the old wear and tear on my body, I still love it. I still love it. It's a passion. Yeah, yeah that's amazing. Um, so, Pete, you said you, you're in a part-time business. Yeah. Um, did COVID have any effect on your business? Um, it did because I lost a, a lot of um, clientele. You weren't allowed to have parties back then, you know, and um, it affected teaching here as well. Um, but we got around it. We were very fortunate that we were smart enough to, because I've got a good crew, we sent our groceries to my students at their houses, right? And I did a lot of Zoom classes live online, which was great, you know, like, and I got like my year twos over the line for that year. It was really, really good. And that was my biggest concern that the year, level twos, year 12s that who were going to finish up weren't, weren't going to go through because of COVID constantly shutting down and on curfews and this and that. But you know what? We got them over the line. It was really good. And it was an amazing setup. And then, um, yeah, so it was good. Yeah. So you're a baker? at school yeah, yeah. and you own a part-time business yeah. and you're also a teacher yeah trainer yeah, yeah. how hard is that uh, it's hard but when you get into routine it's fine it's fine yeah yeah it's fine like I said I love what I do so I don't see the hard work about it you know mm, so, mm. yeah especially when I got when I'm teaching I've got a good group of kids and that want to learn and and their finished product is just what I asked for and just amazing to see, you know? So, yeah. Um, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to CRC Live on Life FM, live from CRC Sydney in Melbourne, Australia. My name is Van, and my co-hosts today are Josh and Gerardo. And our special guest today is Pete Harbour. So, Pete Harbour, um, have you ever got, gotten bored or sick of it, as in your job? Nah, never bored. It's always busy, never bored. Do I get sick of it? No, not really. I um, my pastime when I'm at home relaxing, I read recipe books. So they're my novels. You guys read Harry Potter. I read recipe books. You know, so it's because I love the job so much. You know, and like I said, you can't teach passion. Passion's in you. Yeah. So um, that's why I love it so much. So yeah. Uh. So whilst working as a baker, um, how much staff do you have in your bakery? Um total of four staff right mm. and what do they include what are their roles they're all my have my baker monty who works uh starts at uh four in the morning he starts doing all 
kickstarting all the breads and donuts and all that sort right. of stuff. And then I have my girls, Belinda and Jackie, who set up the shop, look after coffees and serve and all that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's Monday to Friday. So yeah. four in the morning. What time do you start then? Uh, I come in late, so I come in about quarter to seven. Oh, lucky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's still a bit early. So though. Baker, that is late shift. Yeah. yeah. So it's a glory shift. That's great. Right. <laughs> and what time do you usually finish your um, your shift? Uh, depending on schoolwork and everything else. Yeah. Sometimes 5.30, quarter to six at night, you know. Yeah. How, do you, how do you fit it all in, like... Uh, teaching and baking and um i just gotta be well organized you know so i know what's coming i know what what kids i got in the throughout the day i don't know what i have to deliver i know what the shop requires so it's just good organizing and uh, make sure just don't stop just keep going you know there's no point whinging about there's too much work just, yeah. just knock it off you know yeah. Yeah, yeah um when you first started um being a baker did anyone not support you or not believe in you no i was very fortunate when i started my apprenticeship i was only 16 so obviously i didn't have a license and i used to do night shifts so night shift consisted of starting three in the morning sometimes 11 o'clock my poor mother would just put her dressing gown on drive me to work at 11 o'clock so we had an ingoing joke that if the cops pull my mum over in a dressing gown look out you know what i mean so <laughs> but um yeah i was very very lucky to have supported mum and dad you know all right through you know so yeah yeah they're very supportive yeah. Did um anyone? Who was your biggest support? Your mother? Um, both mum and dad. Yeah, both yeah. My mother from that, and my brothers. Yeah, my the other siblings, and they were very supportive. Yeah. yeah. What do What do they do? Are they bakers um, as well? No, no, no. We're completely different. I have a brother who is a fitter and turner tool maker, and my other brother is a. It is in IT. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. So do when you. When you'd work at around 3 a.m. in the morning, was it busy for a baker or? Um, it's flat out. You're on your own. Like, you're working with someone, but you're on your own. Uh, but it's quiet, if you understand what I'm saying. Like, there's no staff. There's no people around. Yeah. It's just, you're on your own. Yeah. yeah. So you were baking for the morning, right? Not for our customers coming throughout the night? No, for the morning. So we yeah. set up, we'll set up all the shelves and this yeah. and that and get the main production out. Yeah. And then by eight o'clock customers and staff will start coming in and they'll finish up. Yeah. So it must have been a bit of a busy um bakery then, right? Yeah, yeah. Depending on what's like store or bakery kitchen you're at. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Sometimes well, as talking as bakers, um we talk about uh we do like eighteen bags of flour a night. You know what I mean? Jeez. That that's that's quite soft, you know what I mean? I heard bakeries they do something like fifty bags of flour a night, you know what I mean? So that's quite busy. Yeah. You know? So yeah, that's how yeah. Oh, how many other businesses have you worked at since the age oh, of 13? Oh, so when I started, when I was 16, I got my first apprenticeship um, at um, a company called Home Pride Bakeries. Uh, I was offered two apprenticeships. One was Home Pride Bakeries, which shut down now. That one was West Grey. I didn't accept that one, but I accepted the Safeway one, which is now called Woolworths. And um, I was at Woolworths for a very long time. I think I was there for 15 years. Uh, then I moved on to Ferguson Players, a place called Dinkum Pies in the city, and some other places. And I, I learned to grow from that move, from that big move, instead of staying in one company. You know what I mean? So I learned a lot of experience from other places. It was really good. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes when you're stuck in one place, it's um, very hard to get new technique and everything else. You know. So yeah. when you're learning up other people, it's great. Yeah. Um. So when you were working in the morning, did you encounter any danger? Oh, like, uh, when I was um, when I was fourteen, I used to when I worked at the Hotbread in the on the weekend, I used to tie up my bike on the rubbish bin, right? Back then, so I used to ride my bike to the shop, and um, they knocked off my bike. 
right? Uh, so they took the panellings off the rubbish bins back then, the wooden panellings, and they took my bike off. Anyway, I knew who did it, and I approached the guy, I found him, yeah, and I found my bike on the front lawn the next weekend, so it was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then they might have been a bit scared of me. Probably. <laughs> so did you report him? No, no. Why not? Got my bike back. <laughs> you could report for death. <laughs> no, I got my bike back. <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> if um if the baking career didn't go to plan, was there any other career you dreamt of? Um, I've always been passionate about cooking and baking since I was a very, very young man. Mm. Uh, but I did have a, uh, I did have two hobbies. I, I love, I'm a musician as well, and mm-hmm. uh, I was going to go on that trip. But I do love archaeology. I love treasure hunting and that sort of stuff too. Oh, yeah. And that was another thing I was looking at. But um, baking was my hip passion. You know, like cooking was my hip. But That's what my, gr- my grandfather was a baker as well. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so it was in the blood. Yeah. It's yeah. In the blood. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So you said you want to be an archae- archaeologist. Yeah. yeah. Um, treasure hunter. Why? Why did you want to be? I just like the excitement of um, finding history, and you know what it's all about. We all read about it, but we don't actually see it, do we? Like you know. So what did they actually do? Sorry. What do the archaeologists? Yeah. They actually uncover hidden treasures and history and this and that. Yeah. So your dad, you said he, ah, oh, your granddad, my granddad? grandfather, yeah, grandfather, he was a baker as well. Yes. So where did he work? Was he in Australia? So he, or? So he obviously we originate from Malta, we're Maltese. Yep. Um, when he was in Malta, he worked in numerous bakeries over there, and um, when uh, he joined the army, he joined he he was a cook in the navy for Her Majesty on the hospital ship. Wow. Uh, based in Palestine, and um, he injured himself. They came to Australia and Melbourne, worked at the Federal Hotel and a couple other places in Melbourne, and then years come on and he passed, yeah? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Did you ever work with her? No, I never met my grandfather. Well, That's right. a, so, but I feel I have his, his passion in mm. me, that's why. I yeah. actually met my great, uh, great-grandfather, he was actually in the army as well. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. They all thought they were going on a holiday. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they all thought they were going on a holiday and poor things. Yeah. 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 Um, that's all we have for today. Thank you to our... Thanks for having me. Special guest, P. Harbour. Do, do I get a prize or a gift or something? Um, <laughs> no? Later, later, later. We'll, we'll bake something for <laughs> um, It's been a great pleasure talking to you. Um, live from Siasi Sydney in Melbourne, Australia. You have been listening to CLC Live on Life FM. My name is Van and my co-hosts today are Josh and Gerardo. Thank you for joining us and we hope you have found the information today useful. Until next time, have a great day. Thanks, boys. Yeah, Thank you. Right. <laughs>